Welcome to the daily objective. Uh, as uh, uh, our regular viewers will have seen in recent days, uh, we are uh, only covering uh, what is going on right now in Israel, uh, the, the war situation there. Uh, and as I mentioned yesterday, we're going to we're going to try to provide updates for people who um, would rather not consume the news as it is reported. I, I earlier today, I you know flew in from the U.S., uh, got back a few hours ago and at the airport, uh, the BBC was on and uh, that was not a pleasant experience. They they interview, you know, they have journalists in Gaza. Of course, the journalists in Gaza can only say what Hamas would allow them to say. They have journalists in Israel. There they can say whatever they want, and they say what Hamas would allow them to say there as well. So, um, so yeah, I mean, our our you know our um, capabilities are limited in terms of uh, the news we can report, but within that, uh, we will try to do that as much as we can. So, uh, the most recent things that happened, and this is really the last hour or so, um, there were some. Uh, uh, Possibly drones uh, that uh, were identified that were uh, that flew in uh, over the Israel-Lebanon border uh, by Hezbollah. There were also some alerts about uh, rockets uh, flying in from the north. Now the drones are a new thing. We don't know, um, you know, what they are, what they're doing, if they're armed, if they're just uh, you know with cameras and just uh, you know doing Fine. surveillance. Yeah. If they're armed, what they're armed with, of course, you know, Hezbollah has the backing of Syria, of Iran, they have uh, all sorts of weapons that, uh, you know, you can put a little bit of on a little drone and cause a tremendous amount of damage. Uh, and in the uh, southern city of uh, Ashkelon, which is not far from the Gaza border, uh, there are uh, terrorists who are on the loose. Um, they they uh, from the news reports I heard, they came in not in the uh, not on Saturday, so there's still the border is still not secure. So they came in recently. They're on the loose in in Ashkelon, which incidentally is the city where I was born, and and uh, they've they've taken many rockets, including the hospital where I was born was uh, bombed a few days ago. Um, so those are the most recent updates. The numbers, uh, the number of confirmed deaths is now over twelve hundred. Um, the number of injuries are uh, over three thousand, I think, and um, I don't, I don't even know. I, I don't want to deal with the speculation of the numbers of of uh, Israelis kidnapped, but we hear horror stories. And and by the way, as as I also said, we will repeat some of those horror stories. So if uh, I, I can understand people who don't want to hear it, certainly don't want to see it. Uh, but you will hear it here. You won't, you're not going to see it here. But I I've said I think people um should see it and uh just one more update before we uh go to james valiant so uh here on the channel we're not just trying to uh you know give updates and then give some commentary we're this is all we're doing at the moment so uh all all shows um uh on the channel from now on basically the only shows you will see on the channel uh for the foreseeable future are the daily objective and um the reality show uh hopefully hopefully it's not too long in the future where we can go back to our regular programming that will require uh israel to actually want to win and then and then do it um but for now this is um th this is what we're doing there there is a possible exception possibly today so keep an eye 
for for a um, one-off episode of HBTV with Harry Binswanger. Uh, he he will be back for an episode on this topic. I'm hoping that'll be today. That's not 100% confirmed yet, so uh, so keep an eye. Uh, James, your thoughts before we get into the details of uh, of today's topic? Well, personally, as I said uh, on our Peacock show earlier today, I'm still kind of dealing with the post-traumatic stress uh, issues uh, of this. I have been uh, trying to find those videos and hear those stories that you're talking about. I have friends who are both objectivists and non-objectivists who live in Israel and my worry and concern, uh, I, even if when I hear back from them and hear that they're okay, I'm still worried uh, about them. Of course, their lives are still under threat, as you point out. The Apparently, the invasion from uh, Gaza is still, they're still trying to do it in various ways. Um, most, most distressing to me is when I hear my own politicians in my country I heard Joe Biden claim to say he has Israel's back, but he didn't mention Iran once in the speech. Not once, not once. And of course, it's been his appeasement of Iran, which helped encourage this. And uh, the guy he worked for before, President Obama, they were hell-bent on a deal with Iran, and they would get it any way they could, even if it means uh, opening up billions and billions. And so Presidents uh, uh, Biden and Obama have, in my view, blood on their hands in allowing that murderous regime in Tehran to get billions of dollars in oil revenue and so forth, uh, looking the other way currently with sanctions. Um, I hear, I, I have to return to it again, my president uh, say he's got Israel's back, but then refused to denounce the legislators in his own party, like Rashida Tlaib, as you properly identified the other day, scum of this kind who can defend this kind of behavior, which is what they're doing. And the president of the United States does not have the either the backbone or the moral judgment to call out these entities in his own party who are justifying this sort of thing. Um, I was a bit relieved when I heard that the president of Harvard University is clamping down and pushing back on what appeared to be like a dozen different student Ivy League student groups that were defending Hamas over the last two days. And of course, they need to be denounced in the, the worst terms possible. But ladies and gentlemen, that's the kind of tax subsidized education your kids are getting, where these kids can actually go out there and defend these kind of horrific atrocities. And that's what they're doing. That's what they're doing for with a tax subsidized education uh, parents of America out there. Uh, that's what's going on. Uh, so things in my country have me uh, a little distressed because we do need a new Middle East. And until we deal with the problem in Tehran, this will continue to happen. And until America gives Israel, uh, joins in the battle against Iran and uh, recognizes the root problem here. I mean, yes, Hamas are evil monsters. And look at what Look at what they've done. Every hour I hear more horrific stories about the evil that they have done. But, you know, if it weren't Hamas, it would be some other branch of the Islamic Brotherhood that would be generated or something else. Since Iran uh, has been liberated uh, by all the appeasement of American appeasement for decades of Iran, they have been aggression. They have been aggressing in Syria, Yemen, and now, of course, supporting Hezbollah and Hamas. And as I say, if those organizations didn't exist, they'd create another organization 
to destroy Israel and America. And I want, again, my, my American friends to understand this with great clarity. It is not just Israel they hate and are after. It's America. They hate civilization. These are nihilists. They are religiously devoted to this fanatical hatred. They are willing to give up their own lives. I heard the story. IDF, of course, is warning uh, uh, Gaza civilians to leave their homes uh, in preparation for the bombings that are happening happening right now, and hopefully the total uh, siege and occupation of Gaza. But what what is Hamas saying? Stay in your homes. Stay in your homes. Hamas wants their own civilians to die as part of a propaganda effort. And any Western news outfit, any Western government that falls prey to that kind of thinking and sucked into that kind of thinking is in fact sanctioning aggression and evil of this kind. Yeah, Those are um, the by the way, Hamas is telling... <laughs> So, so Israel telling people to leave leave their homes is not new. And you know, there's there's if you look back, I'm sure you can find the footage. I remember seeing footage of uh, you know Palestinian uh, children in the streets, uh, you know, tearing up those leaflets that Israel uh, uh, dropped on them, uh, telling them to leave home. Uh, so let's hope this time Israel backs it up. Uh, I don't know. And of course, Hamas always tells them not to leave. Uh, yeah, the idea that, you know, we should, uh, you know, Israel should only respond against Hamas um, because, uh, you know, because uh, they, they're the ones who did it. It's like you say, it's like saying that, you know, the the, uh, the people uh, responsible for 9-11, the people responsible for 9-11 are the people who flo- flew the planes into the buildings and that's it. That's no, it. that's not it. Uh, that's not it. They are, they are backed by, you know, Hamas could never have done this alone. Uh, the fact that Hezbollah is already uh, active, um, you know, shows that uh, that this is a, a, a an effort that was planned. That is uh, is is not you know not just the attack on Saturday. Again, we don't know what's waiting for Israeli soldiers when they uh, start the ground operation in Gaza, except mass death. That we know is guaranteed uh, uh, for Israeli soldiers when they get there, unless of course they completely destroy. Uh, from above every piece of land that they then enter uh, with tanks. And, and even then, I'm, I'm not sure how uh, uh, confident we could be. But yeah, the, so the, I, I want to say something about this title, A New Middle East. This is something that Shimon Peres, who was the, um, the prime minister of Israel on, on a few occasions for short periods of time and uh, uh, a politician in different uh, uh, different positions of power, eventually the president of Israel, uh, overall, a, a, a not a good person. Um, he was, uh, you know, he he used this phrase, a new Middle East, and and this was um, his idea of, you know, we will have peace because we will give the people who want to kill us whatever they want. The thing is, if you give the people, the only way to give the people who want to kill us whatever they want is to give them, you know, the chance to kill us. That is that is what they want. It's uh, and and uh, and decades of Israeli policy has now given. Uh, the Palestinians just that. Unilaterally, Israel gave Gaza to the Palestinians without any kind of deal. This was more than 15 years ago. Hamas takes over and Hamas continuously throws missiles over. They exist to destroy Israel. They didn't want to set up a government that would cause any kind of peace and prosperity for their people. That was never their intention. 
And anyone who anyone in the West who thinks that this is some kind of Palestinian resistance against Israeli oppression is wrong. Whatever you think about potential peace between the Saudis and Israel, Iran struck to scuttle this peace deal. Iran struck to scuttle a peace deal. This is not about Palestinian oppression or resistance against Israeli occupation. That's bullshit. Israel has not been occupying Gaza. They could have had a prosperous government for the last 15 years if that was their goal. No, their goal is to destroy Israel, even if it means their own death. They've shown that again and again and again. And as you point out, as I've been trying to point out all day and all week, the monsters that are behind this, funding, supporting, and training. We, I don't care about this particular incident. I, the press is all concerned. Did, did Iran have play a role in this particular? They probably did, but they've been funding, training, supplying for years Hamas. The blame has to go back to Tehran. This is an act of war, not just against Israel by Iran, but against the United States. And is, Israel has to have America's back when we can... We cannot permit Iran to get a nuclear weapon. They would have used this nuclear weapon against Israel already. They would be attempting to get a nuclear weapon into North America right now if they had it. And don't my American friends have any confusion on this. It's not just Israel they hate. It's not just Jews they want to kill. They're after America too. They are the great Satan. And we, neither Israel nor the United States, can permit Iran to get a nuclear bomb. Israel, yes, probably has a nuclear bomb. And notice they have not used it against Iran. But does anyone well, in this... Maybe it's time. Uh, maybe it's time. Yeah. And, and by the way, the use of a nuclear bomb doesn't necessarily mean you wipe out, uh, you know, uh, the capital city. It could mean, you know, you, you do it somewhere where you, you know, you know it, it harms their military efforts and it indicates your intention. Uh, you know, it, it shows... It shows, that you, it shows that you mean business, which I hope, you know, I hope I hope Israel does mean business again, as I've said on the show every single day in the past few days. I don't think so. But well, uh, neither Israel nor the United States should take nuclear weapons off the uh, uh, agenda. That would be a terrible mistake. I'm not a military expert and I would leave it to the military experts. And I think there are some decent military experts in Israel and America, that, uh, but they are they hold themselves back. They're chained morally from doing what is appropriate. But uh, as I say, uh, think of all the women and children in the future. Think of all the appeasement of Iran that America has engaged in up to this point and how it is responsible for this atrocity. In my view, it is decades of appeasement of Tehran by my country that is responsible for this. Politicians like Obama and Biden, who have been working so hard to get some kind of deal with Iran, have blood on their hands right now. And if we don't deal with it now, I'm thinking about all the future attacks, all the future women and children. I am tired decade after decade after decade, ringing out the siren against Iran when this sort of thing is inevitable until and unless we deal with it. You don't care about the women and children of the future if you don't deal with it effectively now, ladies and gentlemen, and Iran is behind it. We need a new Middle East. What we need is Israel to fully say, that's it. We own Gaza. We own the West Bank. That's it. That's it. 
We need a one-state solution and an Israeli state solution to the entire region. And we need America to back up Israel and for America to go after the real enemy here, Iran. And until these things happen, uh, I cannot be sanguine about the future. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah, we still haven't seen what, uh, if anything, might happen with the West Bank, with Arab Israelis, many of whom are uh, uh, supporters of the Palestinians and, and might, um, you know, might uh, enter this at some point again. I think I think it's uh, it's going to be Hamas and Hezbollah for now. Uh, I've said and others have said that Israel should uh, have struck the first blow in in the north and attacked Hezbollah preemptively. They haven't they haven't done that. They've shown weakness. Israel has been showing weakness not just for decades, but an in, incredible level of weakness in the last few days. When uh, something like this happens, and all they do is bomb a few buildings uh while telling uh while telling you know people to leave uh, i just want to uh, uh comment on some of the stuff in the chat so thank you apollo zeus for uh the super chat thank you uh john was thank you marvin for a very generous 100 pound super chat he says thank you razi james and arc uk thanks and um yeah. uh by the way robin asks uh, no life on earth either uh, no, so all the shows are not going to be on, but Robert Nacer will be on um, the reality show coming up in uh, 13 minutes. Uh, and and uh, I don't know if I mentioned this, but the Daily Objective will be on on weekends um, and uh, or, or at least this weekend, presumably next weekend, and uh, we'll see how long this goes on. It might be at different times, so keep an eye on that. We will keep doing our, our members-only stuff uh, much of which is on on uh, Saturdays and Sundays, um, so we'll fit the daily objective around that. Um, yeah. Um, so a point on Biden. I said uh, when when you and I were on two days ago, I said that I like Biden's rhetoric, uh, and I, I'd be happy if he backs it up. I I would still be happy if he backs up the rhetoric that I was talking about two days ago. Not so much the rhetoric since, which includes telling Israel to minimize civilian casualties. Because the question, again, when you say something like that, um, you know, as, as Rand uh, asks, is it in um, philosophical detection? She asks what follows, you know, what follows here? Uh, what what follows if you, if you want to minimize civilian casualties in Gaza? How do you do that? And what is the cost of doing that? And the cost of doing that is Israeli lives. So, the idea is Israel, um, you know, the, the, the Hamas decided to kill Israelis. Israel will feed them more Israelis to kill. That's that's what minimizing civilian casualties is. So, no, uh, Israel should absolutely not attempt to minimize civilian casualties. Uh, it should attempt to destroy Hamas. Destroy the life of every single IDF fighter is worth more than these civilians they're worried about. These civilians are cheering it on. These are the civilians who civilians who are hanging in there with uh, Hamas. I'm sorry. They have known the government they've been living under. I know they're morally twisted and warped people, but they know perfectly well the government they've been living under uh, since Hamas took over the, uh, the Gaza Strip. They know perfectly well. These people, uh, and they know perfectly well that they're, their own life, when they ignore the IDF's you're right. IDF, why, why, why are they telling civilians to leave their, their homes? Uh, does this make me sound like a cruel sadist? No. The only way we're going to deal with this is to break them psychologically. But look at these people. 
They're staying in their homes from what I understand. Most of them are staying there. And all of them who are staying there are part are saying, my life is a pawn to this cause of destroying Israel. Kill them. They are the enemy. These, quote, innocent civilians. Yeah, I mentioned, I think I mentioned also when I was on the show with you two days ago, the, my disagreement with Nikos about saying, you know, I, I uh, am against Hamas in part because I care about the Palestinians uh, and, and, you know, Hamas is bad for the Palestinians. I, I, I can't uh, agree with that. And Nikos and I will talk about this on a, an upcoming show. Uh, I, I, I think that the Palestinians are living their values. And, and as as a culture, they are living their values by killing Israelis. And again, there are it's not just so you have the presumably tens of thousands who had to be involved, you know, thousands made it across the border. So uh, had to be involved in some capacity in uh, these atrocities. And then you have the people who were not involved in the atrocities and they just celebrate in the streets. You know, uh, they they, uh, you know, abuse the dead bodies of soldiers of women, some of whom are not Israeli at all. They were tourists. Um, you know, th th these are th this is the Palestinians living their values and uh, their ultimate value, as, as um, uh, that famous saying goes, you know, we love death more than you love life. We, we need to give them that ultimate value. We need to, um, you know, send them to meet the virgins. That's what they want. And I would give them one way tickets. No, they're living their values, absolutely. And it has to be in my mind that the vast majority of, quote, civilians in, uh, still around uh, uh, are supporters of and, uh, in fact, aiding and abetting of what's been going on. Uh, it would be hard for me to imagine that something, like you say, something like this is going on without a lot of innocent civilians, and I'm going to put those in quotes, knowing about it, helping it, encouraging it, keeping it secret. Uh, no, no, no. This is a civilizational war. These people knew the government they've been living under for years now and, and the, the suicidal nature of their assault on uh, civilization. They're aware of it. They're living their values. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. And something else is is that, you know, if there are hundreds uh, and some reports say over 200. Uh, well, I said I don't want to speculate about it and we're speculating, but some reports say over 200, uh, uh, you know, hostages. Now, these hostages were taken through some streets at some point, and people saw that. So again, you can, uh, you know, you can um, do something. You can't go and fight Hamas because they will just put a bullet in your head and that's it. But you can contact Israeli authorities, say, I saw this person. You know, there are things uh, Palestinians can do. Perhaps some of them are doing that. And, uh, you know, uh, but but I, I think culturally, uh, this is... Um, and and so culturally culturally this is this is uh, them at at their best their best by their values and this yeah. is why when i say yeah. we need a new middle east we need a middle east where, where these values no longer exist and for these values to no longer exist you need the kind of military action that destroys uh the cultures of of people with these values so um yeah their psychological backs yeah, psychologically and crush and defeat them. Go after their ideological and, by the way, material supporters like Tehran. That's what has to happen to change the culture and the attitudes in the Middle East. That's the only language that these savage barbarians know, and that's the language we have to speak with them. 
uh, period. I have to believe that the vast majority of uh, civilians in uh, Gaza support what Hamas is doing. I have to. Um, the facts yeah. indicated. Yeah, yeah. And and again, like what this would mean is the complete destruction of Hamas in the Gaza Strip, the complete destruction of Hezbollah in, in the northern border, and then the removal of the Iranian regime, not yep. some, you know, some uh, surgical, you know, token strike in Iran, the removal of the regime that that is what the new Middle East needs to, uh, you know, the basic first step towards the, the new Middle East that will not be um, the new Middle East that the other side wants, which is a Middle East without Israel, which I think Israel is marching towards. So, uh, you know, uh, we, we spoke, uh, I think we spoke about, uh, I don't remember everything we discussed uh, over the last few days, but I think we mentioned that uh, the longer Israel waits with a proper response, the less uh, kind of support it has from the West. And uh, the more of an excuse that is. Historically, that has been Israel's excuse. Uh, we can't, you know, we can't act because, uh, you know, they won't let us. World well, against they let us. They let us, you know, on Saturday, Israel could have gone, you know, uh, after Hamas in Gaza in a way uh, similar to the way the Germans and the Japanese were defeated. Now, politically, that's less viable, and it becomes less and less viable with every minute that passes. This still should be done, even if it means sanctions against Israel, whatever it means. It needs to be done because understand why a building is standing. Israel is at stake. I don't understand why a building is still standing in Gaza City. I do not understand that. And, and qualms about civilians are only going to mean more Israeli deaths, innocent civilian deaths. Uh, no, they need to flatten Gaza and the protection of Israeli defense forces has to be the priority over civilians. And the West has got to get that through their head. These, these turn the other cheek, love your enemy Christian doctrines uh, have polluted the minds of the West, making them think, oh, well, anyone who uses violence is a bad guy. And we have to constrain ourselves when it comes to civilians. No, no, no. They are the ones who are killing their own civilians. And by the way, a great many of those civilians are happy to stay in their homes and get killed, apparently. Uh, I would give them that chance. Yeah, well, uh, again, as, as mentioned, like we, we don't know what else is coming, uh, particularly from the north and uh, uh, from Hezbollah. And I, I, I suspect we'll find out. Um, the reality show is coming up in a in a few minutes. Uh, I will be on it um, with several other you people. Know, you know, just I, I want to thank all the supporters of Ayn Rand Center UK. You guys are wonderful. Um, you guys can see with moral clarity, and uh, I hopefully we can get, provide you guys some ammunition so that when the arguments go out on, because the arguments are going to go on, there are these evil sanctioners of evil out there uh you guys will have some ammunition and uh i know it seems like rosie and i are upset angry and completely focused on this but that is what has to happen right now ladies and gentlemen this is pure evil going on pure evil and if there cannot be moral clarity in a situation like this okay we are in bad bad shape and it is 
up to us, the thinkers, the people with the ideas, to have moral clarity and to announce moral clarity at a moment like this, it is crucial. So I just want to thank all of the supporters of Ayn Rand Center UK. We are the good guys here. We are just about the only intellectually consistent good guys out there on this. Uh, certainly the only ones who are going to help promote a decent reaction from Israel and America to atrocities of the kind that we're hearing about right now. So well, thank you one and all yeah i second that and um uh just so yeah we are uh, thank you apollo zeus for the second super chat and uh just uh on the reality show that's coming up uh in a couple of minutes we will be discussing the um support the the celebrations as as i call them of palestinians in the streets of western cities we'll also be discussing the language uh used by uh news organizations around the world that don't want to call uh the terrorists terrorists uh, and i'm not talking about al jazeera you know i'm talking about uh organizations and countries uh that should know better that have experienced um things like this uh maybe not on this scale but still should know better and not knowing better is something we are we are and will continue to pay for uh thank you larry green for uh the last minute super chat he says thank you we thank you for your support and we will see you in a minute uh, on the reality show. Thanks. <laughs>